0: So here it is, y'all. Are you tired of being censored, shadow banned? Shit, are you just tired of creating content and making these platforms famous? Well, I'm asking you to support OTW2, it's the Black YouTube. Why you may say? Because our content is important and necessary, and because anytime we tell the truth, they shut us down on their platform. So we are behind enemy lines, so we cannot complain. We just gotta move accordingly, smarter. So since we know many of our people won't just jump ship and go to a black site, what I'm telling you to do is don't post everything that is great on their platform. Give them purge people a 10-second snippet, a 15-second snippet, and make them come to OTWTube and come check you out. Support black things or stop complaining, because only unity, black unity, and black economics can change our situation. Wake up, y'all. OTWTube is where it's at. And if for those who are on the radio, on the Wake Up Radio, want to give a big shout-out to Sydney. I'm lighting a joint, and we all know why. Um, it's interesting when we look at Nixon and we look at the war on drugs and we look at how marijuana has been used to target the black community. And I was torn today when I found out the news of what's happening to this young lady. And I, I at first I wanted to be mad and I wanted to be real angry, and I was, and I still am, kind of. And I know my opinion on it's gonna be different from a lot of people's. You know what I mean? And I find good and bad in what happened. You know what I mean? Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the young lady, the fastest woman in 100 meters um, made a decision to smoke weed after a very emotional, mentally draining day. And it may cost to her her opportunity to go to the Olympics. And one thing that I do love, my disclaimer, let me throw this out, no matter what I say after this, I love the support that our people are having in defending her and defending the things that are happening. That's why the show is today. Well, hold on, let's see if I, so I got dipped on by two of our our guys, Obviously, you see the world famous gun shows not here and uh, the local hoe KC is gone. Doing his thing, but it's me and Kier. And if y'all know, Kier don't speak. So let's see if Kier is gonna say anything.
1: I mean, I can say stuff like, "You got a commercial coming up soon."
0: Oh, see, okay, <laughs> see, we got something out of him. This is Black Voices Uncensored. This is the real Remy Red. And yes, we got a commercial coming up soon. If you're following us on IG, this is the real Remy Red too. Uh, this is Black Voice Uncensored. We want to be, give a big shout-out shout out to Sydney at um, Tube, where it's just the Black YouTube, and thank her for everything she does for us. Thank her for On the Wake Up Radio. We run this show live on Fridays around 1, 1.30, and then we air it again at 4 o'clock on Mondays on the Wake Up Radio. So if you miss it today and want to find out later what the full show is about, Hit us up. What you got to
1: say, son? I was going to say, why don't we uh, run through what we're going to go through all through today? You said you got a lot to talk about today. So what would you We're you talking about? Sheree? Um,
0: we're going to talk about Sheree. We're going to talk about Bill Cosby. We're going to talk about relationships. Basically, I use this term as my therapy to speak to people. You, can, I'm, I'm running on YouTube. You can go to the link if you want to comment on the show. Um, and we're uh, live on the IG So if you have any comments, you want to say anything, if you want to jump on the show with me, hit us up. We'll send you the link and you can jump on the show and we can chat too. Uh, But this is The Real Remy Red. Uh, This is Black Voices Uncensored. We are on the wake up radio with Sydney, the queen bee. We appreciate you all the way. And um, when we come back, we're gonna talk about Shereemar. For years, we've been hearing how black people were telling them you can do whatever you want. And that's not true. Not the world we live in, the world we live in right now, the reality that we live in, we can't do whatever we want as black people in this country. And that's just the truth that we unpopular, it's an unpopular truth that we don't want to admit. And we keep sending our children into fucked up situations, telling them that. She went through a traumatic situation and she made a bad mistake. And she needs to own that and and feel that and not be praised for that. No, because that's what they wanted from us. I feel the same way with every fucking basketball player that ends up in a rape situation with a white woman. I feel that for every black person that ends up in an interracial relationship and it turns out bad for them. I feel that for every black person that gets into a car situation with a police officer and it goes out bad when I'm like, you know who we are. Why are you fighting with them about what's right over what you're going to do to survive? That young lady's a boss because she owned up to her shit. She said, yo, I know what I did. I know what it cost me. But my question is, really, did she? Because people keep saying what we need to happen in our community for us to stop dying. What do we need in our community to happen for our people to get better, to get to the next level? And what needs to happen is our, our people, need to stop moving as an individual and making a decision for themselves. We don't work as a collective. Our decisions keep saying that was my decision. It screwed up my life. I know what I did. No, do you know what you did to all of us? All of us. And I say that to people because the world famous gun shows usually here, Kevin, will tell you. He goes, Remy, you're different. And because you're different, you put your ideologies on how things are supposed to be ran on yourself. I get that, but then understand that's where my judgment's coming from. I believe if one person can do it, we all can do it. On some level, that's my belief. So when you can train as hard as she can to be the fastest, that means you you have a choice and you made a choice knowing or not knowing, that's the problem, or not knowing that it affected every person who looks like you. And the problem is we've been giving these kids this idea that its we're not a collective and we're the only race doing this. We're the only race not moving as a collective. So my unpopular opinion can get hated But the proof is in the pudding, facts over emotion. Asian kids are told every decision affects the nation. The nation. White people know everything they do affects all of them, so no matter how bad something that white kids do, the media always downplays it because they understand that it it affects all of them. Only black people are told, you, you have the right to do you, be you. Be unapologetic, it doesn't matter who you fuck, you can do what you wanna do, no! No, you can't! Bro, my friends make the biggest joke. I am nobody in this world compared to what bigger scale people are. I know who I am as the real Remy Red. You think I would get caught dead with a white woman? In my bed? Because I know the effects of that on everybody. Transparency is my big thing. That's why I love what this young lady did. She went to bed, she was transparent. She put herself on the fire and it's weird. Call me a conspiracy theorist. I mean it, call me a conspiracy theorist. But it's very weird that the white media supported her narrative Didn't criminalize her in certain ways, but let her look human to society. That was very weird to me. That was very weird and interesting. But that's because I don't trust shit.
1: You know what I mean? Got a couple comments over here. Rose the tea lady says, keep us separated. And Rob SSG3 says, no downgrades.
0: And no downgrades is, you see, I come from a generation where we're demanded to be great. We had to be twice as great as every white counterpart that we had, and we knew that. And because of that, we slapped them daily at work, on the field, everywhere. And now we're telling our kids that we're their equals, and we know we're not. So our kids can think they can do what their kids do, and it screws our kids. Because we get one mistake in life, and it fucks us for life. One. You understand what I'm saying to you? One life. But the narrative that we give our children, the narrative that we give our people, to me, I think is wrong. And again, for somebody who lost a parent, the way she found out, I know that hurt. But I truly believe in the village. And I truly believe her village let her down. I truly believe um, I'm so bad with names. Michaela, the young the only black girl that got killed with a knife. Her village let her down. Because we keep telling people it's an isolated situation. You can do whatever you want. You are your maker. So nobody talks to you. Nobody pulls you inside and says, yo, B, I know you hurting. Put that down, B. Don't do that right now. Win the Olympics and we can smoke all the weed we want. Bongs, everything, let's go. We can't give them no reason to hate on you. You a black girl out there with long nails and colorful hair. Come on bro, you ain't know they was gonna try to come for you on some level. We are not preparing our people to have their back right to be able to fight. We are not preparing our people lying to them because it sounds good on social media because we don't want to be the naysayer or say something negative that somebody will pull up on a tweet and say, oh, you hate all black women because you said that she should be held accountable or you don't support your people because you think she's wrong. No, I don't, I don't, I don't don't think she's right. I don't.
1: Uh, Rose T ladies over here is saying true. Exactly. We used to, we used to think like that, but it's changed now. And then you have, um, Rob SSG is saying it's a targeted attack, it's war.
0: That's but See, that's the problem, and that's, where, that's the main lie that I think is affecting our people the most, that we're not at war. Now, I do military stuff. I train, I study, I do those things. So I'll say this to you. So those people who say we're not at war, they're half right half of the reason why they're right is because if we were at war, black people would be fighting back. It takes two parties to be at war, they say. That's why I say half right. But the reality of me in in, in engaging in warfare on you still means we're at war.
1: Cleese report says it's not targeted. It's a rule and she broke it.
0: It's not targeted. It's a rule and she broke it.
1: I think he's talking about with uh, Cherie smoking.
0: I want to know the rule you're talking about, Cle, because it's, you're not supposed to have enhancements, drugs in your system, you know? And yes, she did break a rule. If you want to look at it like that, like you're not supposed to have marijuana. I get that. She definitely failed a test and that's the problem. Like that's the baseline. If you stop thinking of everything else about how dumb the rule may be, what we care about and what we know they're doing against us using weed and drugs. Prime example, I'm a gun shooter. I love my guns and I love my people. And my friends will tell you the extent I go to be able to have my weapon on me legally, the insurances I pay for, the safes in my car, the safes in my house, the information I do because I know the rules and they want to fuck me on them. They wanna catch me slipping because black people, we don't take the time to really study the rules. And so when they slap us, we like to act blindsided like what the fuck? No, they're, they're there, they've been there and we didn't follow them. And that's the reality that we're not teaching our people is that bro, we're not above this the law, they are. They can do whatever the fuck. I hear people now, Michael, this has 28 gold medals and he smokes weed and drinks and he's a white man. He's a fucking white man.
1: A white man's world. Uh, so we got a few more things coming up. Rob's talking again. He's saying, I'm a retired. So. Rob uh, says, I'm retired, Army, 22 years. Some are down with the aspects of warfare. Rosa T. Lady says... Um, so,
0: so the people, I want to say so. something to people who say that to me, that some of us are down for warfare. The problem is we're not teaching our people well enough. Or... We're not allowing them nowhere where to resources to get help from us. Because the reality is we're not going to be able to save everybody. Harriet Tubman taught us that the best. But if we don't give ourselves and be a resource to the community. Somebody told me something that fucking hurt my heart as a black man. He said, teach a woman. She'll teach the tribe. Teach a man. And he'll teach himself. No, he'll help himself. And I see that in my community. A lot of us men, black men, we don't share our wealth enough. We're not open to giving out the extras to somebody else. And that has to stop. I can't, I, I don't know if you know me, I'm The Real Remy Red, I speak about men because I'm a man, I don't. I am not a woman. So I can only tell you how I feel as a man and how you may make me feel, but I can't tell a woman how to be a woman. That's not what I'm here for. I'm talking about as a society. So even with this, the, the young lady situation, I'm not here to tell her about how to be a woman. I love that she had the colorful hair, honestly. I know some people call it hood rat and ghetto. I felt that was her expression. I felt that she was showing these motherfuckers, "Be whatever you do, I'm going to run you down, looking the way I want to. So I was hurt when she got caught slipping like that. Girl, you are the oxymoron for everything. Like You're against everything that so-called pro-black stand against. You're against everything that white people stand against, you are the shit. And you were bright and you were confident and you were cocky. And I tell people I ran track, I played sports. Don't be mad because she felt good about her shit. Don't be mad because she knew she was good. Fuck out of here. You supposed to. We live in a fucking world that doesn't love us. Yes, I fucking run. Yes, she's bright. I mean, like, come on, B. So when you got caught slipping shorty, it hurt. It hurt me to enough that I'm talking about because I got a 12 year old little daughter that looked up to you. And you make my life hard because she hates that her daddy smokes. So now I got to deal with her hearing my heart talking about you and putting that on me now. Now it's my problem. I'm being funny, but that is a real situation. That's the effect of the things you do when you put yourself in front of the limelight. When you sit here, bro, my mind got blown. My mind got blown. I went to Juneteenth, which is a big festival in LA. And I walked around and people recognized me for that little video of me helping out my mail lady. Excuse me. I'm not no big tump up kind of dude. I'm not out here. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, not, I'm just a regular dude. And people kept saying, thank you for helping that black woman. Thank you for helping that black woman. It lets me know that the shit that we do, the fact that we put our face in front of this camera, the fact that we can be filmed at any time, you have a decision to make. I saw black women, and it was weird. That felt comfortable. Because they saw me, and one of them told me that. I feel better knowing you here. And it blew me off, because I'm walking through the Junty by myself like... But I get it cuz she know, let it kick off. I'm running into it. That's just who I am. That's why I go places by myself. So none of my friends have to be in a problem because of me. And, that, and it and it lets you know that as sad as it is, and it is a sad thing, and it's a bad, and it's and it's hard. Especially for a young girl going through as much as she's going through to have the weight of a whole community on your shoulders. It's, it's heavy. So no matter what I've said to you, little Shorty, if you happen to see my words because I know words have power, understand. As much as I will sit here and say you made a mistake, I understand the pressure. I understand how hard it can be. Like I dead ass get it. Trust me. I do this every day for my community. And even when my life is falling apart, I get people that will tell me well, you still got to pose because you remember, you keep things transparent. People need to see the type of pain that you're going through. And I'm like, really? So you're advising me to tell, put my pain out there for everybody that I don't understand. That's the decision we made. When we decided to be the fastest, the strongest, the ones to say what nobody else wanted us to say. When we fuck up, we got to stand there with our head high. And you did that. You didn't hide, no publishers talk for you. You stood up as a grown woman, as a strong woman. And talked for yourself and owned your shit when they said we don't. You broke narratives right now. So don't don't. I know I'm nobody, but if you see this, no, I fucks with you. But we gotta make better decisions. And watch your village. Cause your village should have had your back. How long before commercial, bro? Six, six minutes. Six minutes? Alright, six minutes to keep going. Um after this, we're going to talk about Mr. Cosby. Yeah, throw me them comments. Another decision for our community.
1: So we've been missing a few. <laughs> uh, Rose T. Lady has been with us saying, true, people don't think that we're at war, but we are, we are disguised under the system. We are behind enemy lines.
0: Well, hold on, before you go on, that is a key statement that I say a lot. We are behind enemy lines, and I think black people need to take the time to understand the art of war. If there's one book you read, The Art of War is one amazing book to understand, and it will wake you up to everything that we're currently going through as a people, as a race, and have been going through. Thank you for that comment.
1: Uh, Trev Love says, why don't we just boycott the Olympics if everybody's so upset?
0: Man, Trev what? Trev Love. Trev Love? Bro, I always have this dream, right? it's funny, though, because you know I'm a nerd. I'm a mutant nerd. I have a dream that if I can control everybody's mind, I would make black people boycott shit. I think that is one of the most successful protest way of protesting to get things done. I just don't know how to get it. Bro, could you imagine? This is what people don't have. Think about NFL, right? And how racist we know it is in the system and everything. But imagine every one of those players have million dollar contracts, five year contracts that have to be paid because they've paid guarantees on them. Now imagine if I could control every black person's mind and say, we are not going to a game. We're not buying no NFL seasons. We're not buying no jerseys. And if I just did it for a week. But right in football season, for one week, we just stopped going. You know how much friggin' money they would lose? See, they have us misconcived on this thing like racism is the biggest problem in America. The biggest problem in the world is money and power. Racism is a tool to control those. You fuck up their money, or oh, they would change their whole perception on racism. Word on
1: mother. Keep going with some other comments. Uh, we're coming back to the sleeves report. He's left a few. Uh... One says, our job as men is to teach our, our wives and to mentor other men so they can teach their wives. Facts. And uh, going back to Shri, it's a rule in her sport. She knew the rule, and she broke that rule, and not holding her accountable is allowing the very thing we want from the rest of the world. That part. Yes, yeah, that part. It's, you know, and
0: <clears throat> we talk about accountability with black people. We we, like in our community, I'm not talking about what other people have to say about us within our community. And I think we got to really get back to being okay with being accountable for shit we do, shit we say. You know, we got to be understanding that that's why the name of the show is what it is. Can we disagree and still unite? Can you be Christian and Muslim and still unite? You know what I mean? Can I call myself a black man, but you want to call yourself an Israelite, can we still unite? And with black people, we're the only people that seem to divide and conquer ourselves by this point. We can't fight, stop fighting over who's darker, who's lighter, who's complexion. Like at this point, so much of our bloodline has been infused with us. I don't want to be that harsh. With every other race, let's say it that way that at some point you have to ask yourself, what are we really fighting over? The purity of our blood, of the reality of who we are as black people and what you can see and what causes us the pain. Cause if we're, if we're not going to talk the truth, then it doesn't make sense to have this argument because the truth is they use the dumbest of these races to do the work of the 1%. We've all know that it's been out through history. It's proven. And the dumbest of us do not know the breakdowns that we use within our own community to define ourselves. They don't know the trans. They don't know the Israelites, the Moors. They don't know colorism of dark and light. I'm Afro this. They don't know. All they see is a nigger. That's all you are is a nigger. You don't look like a Caucasian. You don't look like one of my sisters. You're a nigger. But yet we find ways to defy ourselves and fight over this and that.
1: Rosa T lady says, true, we must unite together. Iron sharpens iron.
0: It sure does. Because one uh, of my biggest perpetrators is having people fight over what somebody doing in their bed for pleasure. Like dead ass. If you ain't touching a child, you ain't forcing yourself on somebody, as a grown consensual adult, it shouldn't be my business. Honestly, should be there between you and the person you're doing with, as long as ain't no lies being told. And ain't nobody getting hurt. It's none of my business on our blackness. Not right now. What we personally believe and think, not right now. Let's get our shit right. Then we can figure out the little fights that we got to figure out. Let's get our shit right, right now. Because they all on the same team when it comes to against us. I watched a German dude. I think the dude was Palestine and Armenian guys. try to fight this Mexican kid. They were arguing and yelling shit at themselves in the bar before. But when the, the man, Mexican guy got into it, one of them, they all came together to fight this one guy. Now, granted, everything no, he was to do was wrong. know, he was going to get his work. But it showed me clearly in front of my face, even up to this day, with everything that's going on across the world and the so-called fake uproar that we have, that they still see them against anybody else. all different types of white to them. So, anyway, when I come back, we're going to talk about Bill Cosby. And those decisions. You're, 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 is the real, 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 we are on the wake up radio with Sydney, the queen, and we are back, uh, black voices uncensored, you know, if you missed the first half that we were just talking, we are talking about Sheree, and, um, I think things gonna work out no matter what for her, and the thing about us as a people, our bounce back is, is, is it's amazing, it's just untouchable, so whatever happens from here, I know she'll be the fastest, no matter what, period, let's keep going. Uh, Moving on, Dr. Bill Cosby is out. I'm very happy about that. That's my personal unpopular opinion and I'm gonna keep with that because I followed his case, I followed him and I know, I just, from what I've learned and what I've read and can be proven to me through arguments, conversations, I'm happy this man is out. And before we get deep into that, there was a comment that I wanted to get read and speak on it from the Cleese report. Can you tell me what that comment was?
1: Uh, the Cleese report says, there is more interracial division than you think. Whites may look united, but think about this. It's the system that they benefit from. So if the system allows it, then the, it looks like whites are united.
0: And I told you the to break. I didn't make sense to me. You know why? Because I basically said in the story how... So if you didn't catch the first half, I told a story about how these different race people, think it was German, Palestinian, like... Armenian dudes got into a fight with a Mexican dude, Mexican dude was wrong, but it showed me how they came together. Before that I said how they were in bar arguing with each other. They weren't happy. So I know there's divide in every race. That's a common denominator of human trait that we're going to battle each other on any subject matter. That's why black on black crime is retarded and white on white crime is retarded. It's proximity when you're close to people or you're alike. They, my father used to say, you hate the people that love you the most. And love the people that hate you the most. Common sense. But my point is that although everybody has racial divide, black people don't seem to pay attention that with that racial divide, when it comes to somebody else, they all come together against that somebody else. And that's what white people do from all over the world. The problem is that black people from all over the world, we don't do that. When a white person comes at us, we don't come together and go, oh, wait, pause. Ain't you got your own shit to worry about? Let us take care of us, which brings us to Bill Cosby. I tell people about making decisions. That's what I was saying about the Sherry case and making mistakes. Here's what I always say to Mr. Cosby. i put my glasses on so I get my Malcolm on. Here's what I will always say to Dr. Cosby. Your infidelity to your wife is what caused all of the pain that you're going through. I'll say that again for black men who are not paying attention. Again, this is the Railroad read. I speak to black men because I'm a man. Can't speak about women. I can talk about how they affect us, but they let them do them and I'm gonna try to help men get, be us. So back to what I'm about to say to you, Dr. Cosby. Your infidelity is what caused you the pain, not just to yourself, but to your people you are our it. And because you thought you could be like them, which is another lie, that I think that we keep telling our kids, I said that in the first half, and I'm bringing it back again now. Stop telling your kids they can do anything they want. That's a fucking lie. We do not live in that world. Dr. Cosby thought he was at a place he could do whatever he wanted, and they reminded him, bitch, we will ruin you till the day you die we will never stop making up shit to attack you and if we can't beat you we will destroy your legacy because every new generation will only know the narrative that we tell them so I a friend of mine you know me real Rainbow Red, transparency if i was at bill cosby level do you know that i probably be in trouble like real talk here I come from a generation where we pop mollies. Ecstasy was the big thing. We smoked weed and we drank and we partied and we danced. And because I was the it guy, I had that for everybody. I was overly fucking friendly to everybody. So there is plenty of women I know who could say Remy gave me something at a party. And then now, because you don't get accountability for your own actions, for taking that thing and taking it, it could be my fault. And I'm going to say that out loud, because I would love for anybody to come try to fuck me like that, because I'm not Bill Cosby. (laughs) I'm not Bill Cosby. My nigga, I'm going to stand hard in my stance, that y'all are playing yourselves. I ain't make nobody do shit. I come from a totally different generation. You got to have accountability for the shit you do. My, name, my dude, it's like everybody forgets every Hollywood movie that we've watched. Drugs was everywhere. Everybody was getting fucked up and taking drugs and fucking, but he's a black man in a white world of sodom fucking each other and doing all what they do, who thought he could get away with it. And what makes me hurt the most when I ask, can we disagree and still unite? Because how do we unite when the proof of the Emmett Till's and the Tulsa Massacres are evident even now as we're learning them from our history, and even on TikToks with white women showing you how they can have emotion and shut it off as easily as they can, that they could parade a bunch of random white women around us And nobody took the time to check the evidence. Because most time when I have arguments with people about Dr. Cosby, they really know what they're talking about. It's hearsay. They didn't look up his charges. They didn't look up what was said. They didn't look up the payoffs that his insurance company paid that he asked them not to because he knew what it implied. They didn't ask him any of those things. They just talk what they thought they heard headlines. Which I even posted on my page. If you look at the headline it says something, but the actual caption, when you read the fucking article, has to de- denounce what it said. It has to tell the truth, or it's all can be in trouble. A headline can be misleading, but as long as it's broken down and they redact it, redacted, or say something to say, hey, but well, we meant this, they don't get in trouble, and people don't know that. That's why I think we have a long way to go as a people. And And it's and it's hard. You know, because we live in a generation where if you don't say what people like, they cancel you. Like everything this man did for us is good, is gone because somebody implied he did something. And I tell a lot of people what's interesting to me is if you pay attention to the people that want to believe this so bad. They either have their own traumas or their hatred for themselves or their people. They've done something in their history already that showed you they're questionable. Excuse me. A lot of the women I talk to, ooh, they hate men. They think the worst of men. So no matter what I say, they just want to believe Cosby's guilty to prove that men are this despisable thing. You know, I get it. You're angry. Somebody hurt you. I'm angry. Somebody hurt me. I just don't point it towards my people. Some of us don't know where the actual pain comes from. You know what I mean? It's interesting like that. And especially with people who don't travel and go around the world. They only have their, their four walls, I call it, their community. You know, because if you never lived in LA and seen how the parties go in LA and see how things move in LA and Hollywood, then you wouldn't understand the conversations, the drugs that was going on back then, the, how quaaludes were like mollies in songs and everything and people were taking them. It wasn't something you had to force on anybody. That's a common sense thought process. Just a one plus one makes two. You know? And ask yourself why. With all the cases, like a girl from Smallville, did you ever look at her case? The victims, the victims said she was the ringleader, that she was worse than the leader. You understand what I'm saying? That he, she was a sick individual. And she got three years. So now you tell me this, y'all. This woman was in a frigging cult and got three years. So you really think this is about justice? Catching a predator? or there some type of agenda behind this. Something more that we're not looking at, or not questioning.
1: Rosa T lady says, most people do not read anymore. They see the headline and keep going. Ooh. People don't research things, they just wanna argue. Yo,
0: what am my mother? Here's the problem with what she just said. It's true. The majority, not everybody, obviously I don't know everybody, but the majority of people do not read. I know this, I know this because every day I get somebody whose comment is answered in my caption. Do you hear me? The exact shit that they're asking me is answered in my caption of the post that they said they know. And then the best part comes when they don't, when, they, when I say that to them, Well, I know you and you don't say this and you don't do this. Oh, so you didn't read my caption, but you know me. got it. Which makes you understand that they never were looking for the truth. They just had something to say to you. So I look at the Cosby situation. A lot of our people's self-hate or trauma or what they've been through where the person, because what you gotta understand for a lot of people is, when they see somebody accused of a crime, especially a crime that they have been through themselves, they want that person to be guilty and to get charged. Especially if that person couldn't get justice themselves for what they went through. I'm telling you this; it's proven. You can look up this stuff. It's a transfer of those feelings. So they fight for this justice that they feel like they, and and they will be blind. Sadly, they will be blind to sometimes the evidence that maybe this person wasn't really, you know, he didn't do it. I was um watching something about Michael Jackson and showing how they threw out the case again for this guy going after his estate with Wade Robinson or whatever the dude's name is. And I'm like, how many people who ridicule Michael Jackson actually take the time to look at this stuff that still gets posted about it? You know what I'm saying? To look up the accusations you're making. No, they make funny memes. They're good for reposts. You get, yeah, go ahead. That's what's up. I agree with you. 100s when you write what everybody else is saying. Hmm. Just think about that. You know what I mean? Think about that next time. Where's a yo. Know, when I tell people this, I say this to my comments a lot to people, and they don't get it. There's a white supremacy mindset that people have that has nothing to do with the actual race. It comes from being educated under white supremacy. That everything white is right and everything black is wrong. Think about everything you've learned since the minute you walked into their school doors. Like. I don't think people understand that, that this, this so-called freedom is a male, a white male dominated idea for them to control everything. White men, men are now like more respected than white women because now they're like, I'm a woman. I see myself as a woman. I dress up as a woman. White women <laughs> are being taken over by white men. And this trickle-down offense by other races and stuff, but the main person that they want that right to be able to control and say they know about what they can do to their body because they're women now too, is white men's fragility. White men want to be a part of everything and say they do everything. Whenever they don't fit, I'm not mad enough to be a white straight man, so I'm going to be a white gay man. Well, white gay men don't want me, so I'll be a white trans. And then they don't want me now I see myself as a baby and a diaper and a horse. They do all that shit. Don't play mad at me. How many videos you don't see them motherfuckers talking about they tree huggers now? Come on now. Their narrative is to control everything. And we're not paying attention. Like I told you, it's one is controlling the mass of dummies. So be careful with these intelligent conversations you have with them or think you're having about them. To the core, they're very simple. So for Sherry and Bill Cosby, decisions that we make as a people, as an individual affects us as a people. Every mistake we make, they use against all of us think about it every time we do something great they make us an individual don't allow them to control your narrative don't allow them to control your image when we come back we going to talk about lies and deceit and shit like that it's about to get messy stick around we want to commercial break i'll let you Anyway, this is the real Remy Red. I'm gonna do a little exit on this part of the show and then come back again because you know IG gives us an hour on my live, and I'm going into the second hour where we're gonna talk about a little different stuff. But I just want to thank any and everybody to tune in and do a little closing on the first part of what I was talking about. And a lot of that has to do with the next generation, in my opinion. What are we teaching them? And As I I said earlier in the show, we can't change all of our people. It's just not gonna happen. We gotta work on who's paying attention, who will. When I say that, I mean everybody's city, everywhere you are, you can do that. You can figure that out within your own community. You don't need nobody to be your leader and save you. As black people, I really get tired that we're waiting for somebody to save us. And so that way, every time somebody black does something good, we drain all of our community on their shoulders and some of them are not ready for that. And they and they break. You know, I said it earlier. I'm the real Raymond. I live this shit. I did this shit. I was raised this way. So the sacrifices on how hard my life has become, being this pro-black, being this person every day, I it, it wears on me. So I know not everybody does that. But that is where my judgment comes from. That is where my perception and my opinions come from. I get that. But I also understand the reality of our community, that we have people, black people, melanin people on different levels who may not have been raised the same way. And when they achieve something great and they snap, we have to still support them. And I love that. That is one thing I love, that we have seen a lot of our people are waking up, understanding what the media is doing and supporting Bill Cosby. A lot of our people know what they're doing at these bogus charges about weed and they're looking out for this young lady's mental. So when she looks on social media, she sees love and support. I think that is great, but at the same time, we must be able to come together as a unit and be able to think about accountability and how we portray that to our children. That's why I say that, the next generation, so that they make better decisions off of what we did. My dad, my father, the GOAT, the man I miss every day, he taught me that mistakes don't matter if you are able to teach somebody something from it. That means it happened and it was just a lesson. But if nobody learns from your mistakes, then why would you, why did you make it? Why did you choose to make it? That's the point he was trying to teach me. Like it's no problem saying, fuck it, I'm gonna try something and I'm gonna do this. It could be a mistake. I don't care if you're gonna teach somebody from something. But if you're gonna make a a choice to do something that could screw up things and hurt people and hurt yourself and there was no lesson to learn from, no bounce back, then that didn't make any sense. We don't think like that, and I think we should. She made a mistake. A bounce back about to be fire. I can just tell it in her eyes. Or I can hope too. Cosby made a huge mistake and many of us have learned from his mistake. I just hope he gets there and live out the rest of his life and do something good with his moments left. Just think about that. Do you care about what your actions mean to your people? Or are you living in the eye? And do you really believe that your decisions don't affect the people around you? How long before we out of here? Um, 10 minutes to an 10, 10 minutes to an hour? All right, so we got 10 more minutes to the hour, so I'm gonna jump out of here. Restart this live so I can get out of here a little earlier with my second show. I thank you guys for tuning in on the live. On the Wake Up Radio, we still here. We still popping. You know I'm trying to double dip at the same time right now. This is the Real Remy Red. Part two is coming next. We are going to play a video. No. How do we do this? We're going to go to commercial. After commercial, we're going to play a video. Straight into this video. A little bit about the video. No. Just, just watch it. Give me your opinions. If you're still watching, if you're still on YouTube, if you still went to the link in my bio, The Real Remy Red 2, you know where we at. We're on YouTube, Black Voices Uncensored, on the wake-up radio. This is The Real Remy Red. Uh, world, world famous gun show didn't show up today. Casey, Chef Casey is out being Casey, throwing his hair everywhere, making the women love him. But I'm here today with Kier. Kier, say something to these people. You ain't said much.
1: Yeah, we out here today. We trying to make it work, two of us.
0: Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Yo, many y'all don't and I know I'm soon, newly single, right? Um, despite all the hard work, things had to end in my, in my in that end. But been hanging out with Kier, and Keir's a fun guy. He's quiet, but he's a fun guy. We went to the Reggae Club. He got it in. Um, I was a little nervous. I don't. This single life sucks. There was a lot of very tall women. I come from a different background where I know no matter how I feel about myself, I love myself. I think I'm a very good looking man. Women don't give you that much attraction. Men do, men are thirsty. And I was nervous. Um, I I now understand what my sister and I was like, I danced by myself. (laughs) It was was cool though. We had some real good times. Then we, we missed it. We went to the reggae place on Tuesday. That was fun. I got in, I got to dance. Um, Being single is tough, yo. Just on my way out of this until we go to the next show, being single is tough. I don't like it. I really wish I could get my thing back, but uh, I'm trying to be grown about it. So it's different. But uh, yeah, the world that we live in is scary. Like scary, you don't know, You got to ask motherfuckers what they was from birth. From birth, bro. That's why, you know, but for me, as weird as it is, I sound like a lame. I'm an old school cat. I'm a grown man. I like talking on the phone. I like getting to know somebody. I want to go hang out with you before I smash. Because I don't like getting attached to psycho pussy. I'm too old for that. I don't want drama in my life. I like to hang out with you, add to yours, you add to mine, go a different way, we come back together, have a good time. So, woo, living in LA too. That's why why the goal is to move to Atlanta, if y'all didn't know. I'm trying to move to Atlanta, take my business east and west. Still can come back here and shoot and work, but I need to be around more of the melanin, be able to be hugged more, smell that. Well, I can't smell, but I remember what that cocoa butter smell looked like. <laughs> I missed that. F- oh, bro! I remember in college, before even Remy woke up to being who he was, when I was still ratcheting myself, I do remember I fell for this one. Like we used to call her, like soul sister. And bro, I could smell back then, and she smelled like nuts and berries and all natural food. We went to go play cards at the house one day. There is nothing like a black woman. Oh man, she was so dope. Way out of my league, too, but I was trying, though, because I was, you know, I'm a Bronx guy. I'm going to keep trying. It's not like that no more. <laughs> not for me. It's not like that no more. I don't know how to find those. I don't know where they at. Are you on IG? Are you seeing the comments on IG, too? Okay. I don't know where they at. It's hard. It's like, it is. Boy, it's, it's, it's a whole new world. Anyway. We're going to go to break. What, what, what's your video about the place so I can talk about it before you play it? Which one? O-T-W-2. OTW2. Yes. Sydney's OTW2. Need to go check it out. It's the Black YouTube where you don't get censored. You get to put up your content. I have been tri- slipping a little bit. I'm about to get back on my post on the show on there. I don't even let my show stay on YouTube too long. That ass. I'm supporting OTW2. It's where it's at. She has been supporting the community for so long, and um, I think that's great, I appreciate her. And uh, OTW2, don't run that commercial. So here it is y'all. Are you tired of being censored, shadow banned? Shit, are you just tired of creating content and making these platforms famous? Well I'm asking you to support OTW2, Mr. Black YouTube. Why you may say? Because our content is important and necessary. And because anytime we tell the truth, they shut us down on their platform. So we are behind enemy lines, so we cannot complain. We just gotta move accordingly, smarter. So since we know many of our people won't just jump ship and go to a black site, what I'm telling you to do is don't post everything that is great on their platform. Give them praise people a 10 second snippet, a 15 second snippet, and make them come to OTW YouTube and come check you out. Support black things and stop complaining. Because only unity, black unity, and black economics can change our situation. Wake up y'all, OTW Tube is where it's at.
2: Well, we've been seeing each other and we have a really good connection and if we are going to pursue things, this is something that you do need to know. Um, I was born a man. Well, they have that in common so you're telling me i don't understand you've been deceiving me not anymore what what do you mean not anymore not anymore i don't that doesn't make any sense that doesn't make any sense we've been we've been dating for this long and you're coming to tell me that you're a man it was hard Hard for what? It was hard to tell you. I how, how, care about you. How could you care about me and you're lying to me the whole time? Because I was afraid that you were going to leave without even giving me a chance. Oh, well, that's the point. That's why you should have told me from the beginning and we wouldn't have to go through all of this. Because at the end... So, it, what what are, you, what are you saying, though? Like, is it, I'm saying I don't, don't want to be with a man. That's what I'm saying. I want to be with a woman. That's what I thought you were from the beginning. A woman, not a man. Who... You're supposed to let people know, give people... I'm straight. That's what I am. I'm straight. I'm not... And I am a woman. And... No. Yeah, you're gay. That's what no, you are. I you're am gay. a woman. No, you're gay. No, let me tell no, you something. No, you're I am gay. a woman. You keep your hands down. I you're gay. You're gay. That's what you I are. I am a no, woman. No, you're not a woman. Yes, I was. No, I was a woman a no. that night. We're, I'm a woman now. Were you now. born a woman? Were you born a woman? It does not matter. I do everything it and, and you better. were a man that night. That's what you were, a man. And you didn't and mind. You didn't, no. And you didn't mind. Because I thought you were a woman. Who wouldn't mind? My, who, you who, loved who? it? I didn't love it. You, you know what? what? I'm not even gonna be mad about it because so guess but what? you know you know what though? What you lied to me though. So what I loved is is no more. And I apologize for that. No, there's apologies. There's no apologies. Wait, chill off. How are you gonna, how you gonna apologize to me after telling me th- that's not something you apologize for? That's not something you're, you're, I'm, gonna take
0: I'm sorry, I'm a man. And we're back for part, deuce. Yeah, that video is kind of real. I posted it on my page. A lot of people had a lot of stuff to say about it. Um, imagine the lies, the deceit. How you, and this is what I say to people about this whole new world we live in. This freedom of choice, this freedom to love who you want, it speaks like everybody wants to be honest and free, but there's so much lies being told. She dated this man and was a and was a whole man and didn't think it was important to tell something. See, for me, I think things need to be upfront. That's why people need to slow down a little bit and just date a little bit, get to know people before you end up in a entanglement with a man. Think about that. Take some time. Get to know the people you're with. Black men, please, it's imperative right now. We are waking up as a community. I can't talk to black women like that, really. I can only tell them how some of their actions make us feel, hear yeah, their two cents, and go from there. But as black men, as brothers, I believe in it. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. So I think we should rap a little bit. As black men, we should talk a little bit about what we need and how we need to teach our sons to be better men. Like clearly we have seen the narrative. We've seen the lies, we know what's going on. And it's being, being combative. If you see, I spent a lot on my page posting black men loving black women and black men being good fathers, you know? Even posting on my page, I don't know if you saw the post of like, you know, the guy was the the girl was like, "This is my baby, my baby," and she's never seen her her daddy. He goes, "No, we're not believing that no more. We need to see both sides." Yes, because now, man, we are tired of it. We want to hear both sides before we jump down there. And there are a lot of strong black women standing up for the norms of what this feminist world has become, to speak on behalf of black men, to speak up for men, and say, "Yo, like the court systems are not fair. Child support is the most." unfair thing ever. And it goes against men, period. You know what I mean? But then there's a lot of men saying, yo, B, you're not going to talk about black women just because you want to date outside your rights. You're not about to attack black women. You know what I mean? There's men like me and other men who are willing to defend black women. There's a change. There's an there's a uprising. So black men, we need to rap. We got to talk now. This is now when we need to sit down as a community and sit down and listen to each other and try to figure out how to get on a conglomerate. How do we help these young boys? That's what I'm trying to figure out. When are we going to try to figure out how to help these young boys that are lost? Because they're the ones that hurt us the most. Because it only takes one making a a video slapping a chick or talking about how we hate dark-skinned girls, and then they run with it. All black men hate us. All black men feel this way. And you can't get really mad at them because they have an example to use. They have somebody to reference. And you know, good thing with TikTok is now we see black men saying, yo, you sound like a clown. Don't let this guy speak for us. This is not how we get down. Those responses and these apps allowing us on social media to be able to respond to direct threats in our community are great. But we got to do shit off social media, too. So that we get more young men speaking like that on social media. We need our young man to change a little bit. We need our guys who got out the hood to go back to the hood and help out. Real talk. I've had um, a young man stop me on the road and ask me about the male woman situation. And I thought it was weird. And I was going to talk strong at him until I realized he was asking a legitimate question. Like, he ain't mean to just speculate. He was just like, wow, why? why did you think she needed your help? Like you put yourself on the line for that? Why? Like it's like, and I was like, "What do you mean, why?" isn't is black, but instead of being that guy, and that's a lot of times old heads we do, oh, like, why not? Like, no, come on, psst, psst. easy. I, right, I hear you. Why? Um, you seen my wife before? He was like, "Yeah." I said, "All right." Um. Because of that video you saw, if you saw my wife down the road, would you help her? He goes, yeah, I know you a stand-up guy. You you bought that life. I would help her. I said, well, that's why. It takes a village. I hope that you will do the same thing I just did for somebody for my wife. I said, because if you had saw a video of me being a punk, would you help my wife? He thought about it. And said, he didn't respond, but he thought about it. Cause you know the answer is no, I wouldn't help her. I'm like fuck that, Young niggas a bitch. That's how we really talk. You got a bitch for a nigga. I'm not putting my life on the line for a man who got a who girl who fucking a nigga who's a punk. That's how we really talk behind closed doors. That's how we really look at each other. So every action we do as black men is an example of who we are and how we be seen. That's how people judge our community. Brothers, not that I want nobody to die. So I'm going to say this again as a disclaimer. I do not want any black man to die for nothing. But if black men were to be dying more because we were defending our black women and our children, the narrative would be different and our people would be different. People would be scared. I've been jumped. If you got eight people coming at you, guaranteed two, maybe three are really about that life. And if you can take down two of the three, you can back off the rest of them. See, every white man feels like he can do whatever he wants. Because the chances of a black man sitting up and doing something is damn near, near to nothing. It's why you see the fear in their eye when we do jump up and say, yo, bro, you picked the wrong time. I'm the wrong black man. That's why you see them back up and scream and call for help when they finally get rocked by one of us. They didn't expect it. But imagine if black men were dying for their children. You kill my child. I am going to take your life on people's doorsteps and taking it. People would be scared shitless. They don't know which one they're about to get. They think twice about pulling that trigger because they know there might be. There's now, before there was a 2% chance of account, of accountability for the action. Now, whether the court system does or not, motherfuckers is going to your doorstep over their children and their women. Oh, my God. That fear? That fear of accountability because we don't play no more. And that's what I think about a lot. I think about that a lot because it was very stressful for my ex living with me being with me, loving me. You know, a lot of black women will say, I want a man like that. I want to provide, I want one that's willing to go in and do what it takes to provide for me. But to be with a man, to love a man, you know that is willing to fight for his people. It leaves you in a weird place. And that's what black men are against black women. Because y'all want to be the number one thing that we're willing to die for. So there's many times when we want to stop something that's happening and you're like, no, what about me? What about the woman and your child? Why are we not the most important thing? Trust me, those questions have been asked to me or implied to me or came to me through a second party. I am who I am to a fault, that's why I'm alone probably. Because the decisions that I made to choose to be the man that I am now comes with consequences. Shit that hurts sometimes, but the consequences nevertheless. Choosing to be the man that I say that I am to practice what I preach. And that consequence is hard for many men. That's why you hear the words out of many men's mouth is words that was told to him by the women he loves only person I'm dying for is my mother and the woman I love or my child because two out of those three people made sure he knew that was what the only thing he should be dying over. Now it's not a bad thing. They didn't do it to like say fuck our people. No. They did it because they love that man. They want to keep that man safe. They want him around for as long as they can. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with loving somebody and not wanting to lose them. But you leave a man torn when he sees a woman on the street in a problem or another black man in a problem. I'm always running into the problem. So I know And I've had my daughter talk to me about daddy. Don't you think sometimes it'd be easier to leave it to somebody else? Probably. But there is nobody else that I see around me. So then when you think about the men who do it way more than I even I do, who names are bigger than mine. What did they go through? What are they going through? That's what I say it takes a strong woman to love a man like that. It's not it's not easy to fix overnight. But we have to figure out how our men can fight back and how our village can take care of that family, that person, that legacy that is left behind after that sacrifice is done. Because right now when when our men make those sacrifices, his kids, his women are left with nothing. For me, as dumb as it sounds, I move a little bit differently because I think my only worth is financial, and I've set up my family financially in case something happens to me to the best of my poor black man ability and that's the reality of most black men. Our worth is weighed on our financial assets, not our sacrifices and not what we do for our community and not what we do for the women or the men or the children that we love. It's never as men we know. No one really cares. And then social media allows us to feel that way even more. You know how much I've lost being the real Rev. Red? Very few times do I get anybody who comes in and asks me for my help and asks me, how are you doing? and means it, very few. To the ones who do, they know, I support them, I thank them and I appreciate them, but very, very few compared to the numbers that you see of interactions that I get in comments and questions and things. Which is why black men, we got a rap. Iron sharpens iron. that was said earlier by somebody we have to communicate. I always will thank my big homie Cleaverport. That brother, we have never met face to face. We only talk on the phone and through social media. He's probably one of the closest people in my life. Kept me sane when my father passed away. Helped me through my relationship with the woman I was with and helped me fight for as long as I could that there was nothing more that I could do. He had my back. And I know how important a Cleese report is to every Black man. On both ends. I try to be the same for him. We need counsel with those type of people. It really does take a village. For me, as much as I say that, as the railroad bread, I'm always available if you need to talk. I'm a very tangible person to reach. You DM me, I'll DM you, we talk. Find somebody Black men to talk to. Therapy, if you can afford it, get therapy. If you got children who love to listen, who have good hearts and love helping people, let them go into therapy. We need more black therapists. Therapy is very important for our people. Very important. Got off a low track. I was supposed to be talking about that video. We were just watching the lies from it. But it got into talking about black men because I think it's so important right now what we need. You know, I really follow this show off of my therapy. My therapy. This is my therapy, talking about what I see and what's posted and what's talked about and commented on my page. I figure since y'all with me and rap with me, and these words may reach you on some level to the ones who are really about it. Like I said earlier, you're not going to save everybody, but you can talk and hope that somebody that needs it hears. So we're going to go to commercial. I might run this a little shorter. I don't know. Let's we'll see what, if they've got any comments on what they look like, but. I'm black, man, we need to rap. We got a great opportunity where we have a lot of strong black women supporting us and speaking up and speaking out. I think we need to use that momentum.
1: Yo, yo, Masterful yo, printin'. yo, you can live in the world, everybody looking the same, but sporting them cookie cutter carbon copies is lame, get your own work in your shirt, change the game, Masterful printing dog, you, you know, know the game. name, hit us up, come get a quote, have a look-see, anything you need, Masterful got the goodies, t-shirts, sweatshirts, zip-ups, hoodies, long time that in the biz, we ain't rookies, make a statement when you stepping, looking fresh, in a crisp button down, with your logo on your chest, what you see is what you get, what you getting is the best. Freedom stand-up news, hands down, nothing less. A technique's the, the nicest. nicest, can't beat our prices. Facebook, Instagram, followers, mm-hmm. like us. Full colour suit, screen on white on black. Master fool got you covered like the shirt on your back. M-A-S, M-A-R, C E R T E R F-U-L, F U L, That's who we are.
0: That's who we are. This is the real Red Red, and we on on the wake up radio with Black Voices Uncensored. If you've tuned in, this is week two since we've been back since the pandemic. We'll be here live every Friday at around 1 to 1 30 uh, West Coast time, and then we go and do the show again on Monday at four o'clock. If you missed it today, um, you can follow me at We Control the Narrative TV, Black Voices Uncensored. I'm the host, The Red. is back there. We got dissed today by Chef Casey and the World Famous Gun Show, but they'll be back hopefully next week. And um, I hope it was good enough for me. The We talked about the track star. What is her proper name? I'm the worst. Excuse me with names. When I say, bro, I dated a girl one time for six months and I did not remember her name until her sister called me out and the relationship mm-hmm. was over you know um i'm bad with names i'm better with faces i'm oh in my phone i got pictures of everybody so i know who i'm talking to
1: that's real old people shit.
0: what's her name Sha-Kari.
1: it's shakari richardson
0: all right well i'm gonna say miss richardson out of respect so i don't destroy her first name uh we talked about miss richardson we talked about bill cosby two iconic people in our time but right now this era that we're in decisions that were made that affect the community, I feel, that affect our people and the fact that our decisions as an individual does affect our people. And so telling people to be unapologetic in their own self and to think about only themselves can be detrimental in my opinion um, to the collective. And I think we're the only race of people that don't look at their actions as a collective. And I think we need to. Um, I was going to go into these lies of and where we are dating right now. But then I got derailed, just saying that I need my black men to holler at each other, to talk, to reason. We, um, we have a great opportunity where things are getting good. Social media allows us to connect and see each other and see the world. And we need to hold on to that. And black men, we need to, we need to counsel. And we need to remember what we can do offline as well on top of what we're doing online to help our people, to help our community. Um, I know you'll say there's many of these brothers who will say, what about black women and the black women's decisions and who they are as black women? I'm very cocky. I'm from New York. I apologize. I'm not where a lot of you guys are from. I'm from the Bronx. I don't worry about other people. I worry about myself. I've watched in my relationship, whether it ended or not, that when I fixed me, I fixed her. She became greater because of my decisions and how I treated her. I feel like if you want women to be better, give them something better to love. And like everything, not every woman is the right woman, so choose wiser. I'm back in this role with y'all so I can talk now. A lot of people like, you couldn't say nothing because you don't know what it is to date in this world. Well, now I do. I know it's fucked up out there. I know it's crazy out there. Don't chase everything. I went to the bar the other day, got a shorty. She was on my tip, boom, let her go. It was like fishing. I just didn't leave her damaged. We talked, we had a good time. Reason, thank you for your time. You know what? I'm not that type of guy. You know what I mean? Just because we talk now, don't mean I own you for the rest of the night. Go have a good time. We'll talk. And if you want to talk to me later, you know where to find me. When it was time for me, she didn't know where to find me. That means that wasn't the one for me. I'm good with that. I go home alone. I'm cool. Too of us. Too many of us need that satisfaction from somebody right away. So it's got to be who I smash tonight. I'm good. We're going to counsel. We're going to talk. I'm here every Friday around 1 to 1.30. So if you want to holler at your boy, hit me. The link for the YouTube is in the bio. Follow, subscribe, holler at your boy. This is the Real Rumor Red on Black Voice on the Sensor. And again, we shout out Sydney, the Don, OTW2 on the Wake Up Radio. We're doing this every week. I'm trying something new. I'm here, transparent. You can ask me whatever questions you want. Y'all know how to find me. The Real red at gmail.com is also a way you can link me up, put questions that you want me to do shows about, whatever. And if you want to jump on the show with your boy, just holler at me and let's do it. You know what I mean? It's red, and I've said it before and I'll say it again on the Wake Up Radio, Black Voices Uncensored. We out of here. Look it up. Blood
2: individual.
0: Thanks for keeping the lights on, DN on the wake up